I just want to start out by uh, reading a statement here. Um, this is from Donald Trump. He says, why is it that every time the 2020 election fraud is discussed, the fake news media consistently states that such charges are baseless, unfounded, unwarranted, etc.? Sadly, there was massive fraud in the 2020 presidential election, and many very angry people understand that. With each passing day, and unfortunately for the radical left crazies, more and more facts are coming out. Other than that, happy Easter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, debate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> oh, other than that, yeah. other than Easter. that, happy Easter. <laughs> oh, someone's someone's been breaking into their Easter eggs early. Someone's been chomping on the chocolate bunny. I I do love you know back when he first started being president, someone made a bot that took his tweets and put it on like official letterhead, <laughs> official looking letterhead. And yeah. now because he's banned from Twitter, he is just doing that himself. <laughs> you know, and it's great. It's great to see his tweets in like under like statement by Donald J Trump. <laughs> I just love how uncopywritten, unedited they are. Like you, that like right. you know. Other than Nobody that. is looking at this. <laughs> uh, many uh, such cases. <laughs> um, I have an announcement too. If I have an you, official statement, you do. yes, it's tremendously I, exciting. I got go ahead, sir. You had a question. I got an extremely wide monitor. I've got wide. A, Why? Can you put? Can you? My can big you curvy monitor. Your, I love my big curvy monitor. Can you engage your ultra wide voice? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, let me just get in here. Uh, turn this on. I love Aaron is my now big ultra wide. <laughs> Aaron Goodwin now in ultra wide. Twenty one to nine. <laughs> <laughs> big big Chungus monitor laughing in this voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The big um, chungus monitor. Yeah, big, you you uh, decided to st spend a little bit of your stimmy on a new monitor, uh, and and uh, I suggested to you to get an ultra wide, and indeed you did. Uh, the Mono Price Corporation has several very reasonably priced uh, ultra wide monitors. So. Dark dark matter, thirty four inch. Dark matter by Mono Price, thirty-four inch curved ultra wide gaming monitor, fifteen hundred R, twenty-one to nine, thirty-four forty by fourteen forty P, UW QHD one forty-four hertz display HDR four hundred AMD FreeSync, height adjustable stand, Quantum dot VA. Yeah, um, yeah. I have to say this stand is not that height adjustable. It gives you maybe mm. like three or four inches. I need to get. <laughs> Listen, it's got one centimeter of height adjust. That counts. All right. I need a stand for my stand, but right. other than that, I'm I'm into it. I love the HDR. It's a little bit mm. wonky on macOS. Like sometimes it takes a yeah. minute for the monitor to realize, oh, I have HDR. Like I have to turn it off and on again sometimes. Um, but yeah, Mac OS is is not when you put when you when you tell Mac OS to do HDR, it can be a little funky looking at first. <laughs> it's like yeah. whoa. <laughs> but uh it's it's nice, it's very vibrant, so vibrant. Um, we folks, we love to have high dynamic range. You don't want to have low dynamic range. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um what low dynamic uh is a is yeah. a thought a thought that I'm gonna keep in my head for a while. Um, <laughs> low dynamic range. <laughs> Uh, 
Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying all of the real estate. The curve. I was worried the curve would bother me, but it doesn't. Um, yeah. So it's you fun. You mention that. I'm glad to hear that that doesn't bother you. I think the best part is that I took my my former monitor, which is one of those um, Dell ex, ultra yeah, wide ones, mm-hmm. and I turned it on the ninety degrees, so I've got a tall oh, boy to the side yeah, of now my wide boy. Now you can you're like a document editing boy. You're like, yeah. oh, listen, I can crack open a, a word I've, doc. I've got so much room for my soundboard. I've got so much room for uh, my file system. It's very nice. Wow. Mm. So yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you've also made, well, a purchase. I did. I purchased a, uh, a bicycle. Um, it's from Priority Bicycles, which makes belt-driven bikes. Which so that's is sort two of the- cycles to it. That yes, two 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 wheels, uh, uh, connected by a triangle frame, and then there's a belt that makes one of the wheels spin. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a priority brilliant L train. It's like a city slash hybrid type bike. It's mm-hmm. got a belt drive. It's got a seven speed internal hub gear. It's got disc brakes. It's pretty great. I got it today. Haven't haven't been able to ride it quite yet because it's quite cold today. But maybe tomorrow because it's so it's got a warmer. belt instead of a chain. Indeed, yes, maintenance free. There's no need to oil it or anything like that. Uh, and, and because there's no derailleur, derailleur, there's mm-hmm. like no chance of the chain like getting stuck or popping off, which is the thing that happens with my old bike. The chain just comes off the gears, which is yeah. fun. Because then, because then you're just pedaling and you're like, why aren't I going? <laughs> This is pretty cool. I'm not going. Yeah. I like it. It's very It's a good smooth. looking. It's a good looking bike. It is. I got it in the uh the Hudson blue color. It comes in your choice of color, subway gray or Hudson blue. The Hudson blue is a delightful dark blue. Very nice. Yeah. They give you a little like touch it. up paint even with it. Wow. Which I like that's a yeah. It's like a matte finish as well. It's not shiny. So you're going yeah. to be a you're going to be a biker about town. Um I am. So there, it's kind of flat there. So that's that's it is. Yeah, we don't nice. have particularly large hills. Yeah, certainly not like Seattle. Oof. Yeah, I couldn't imagine having a bike like that here. Mm-hmm. The, the, the moment you face a hill would be not. Yeah, bike biking biking up the Cajon Pass. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, boy. You'd need uh, an e-bike at least. At least. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been yeah. I've been looking at the the problem is what I need is I need a. I need a recumbent bike is what I need. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I need a bike that looks like a go-kart is what I need. Yeah. And then I got to get one of those big flags that goes all the way up in the air to tell people I'm here. I was, I was reminiscing about this when I was a kid, we used to camp at this place and they had bike, uh, you know, like a bike rental thing. And my parents would pay the like $20 or whatever to rent me like a recumbent trike. Uh, nice. And it was great, and I just like I just like tooled around the state park on that thing, just zooming all over the place. And of oh. course, because it's a tricycle and you're low to the ground, if you get tired, you just stop pedaling and you just sit there. You don't have to worry about falling over or whatever because you're in a tricycle. That's such a good point. You don't have to worry about balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just go. Need an electronic. Great. We should we should investigate that electronic assist recumbent tricycle yeah. is what I need. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe Absolutely. I just maybe I just need a sand rail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
lot of lot of train stuff uh, this week because uh, there was chug. a lot of news. Now we asked way back during the election time. We we asked for uh, um, our boy Joe to become the train president, and I believe you have the sound clip for this. Uh, Joe has responded, and he has said, "I will not make that happen." Oh no, not that one. <laughs> oh, no. What did he say? Clap for that, you stupid bastard. Which one is he talking for? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, the Biden administration has uh, introduced a two trillion dollar plan for Infrastructure Week. So, um, happy Infrastructure Week to everyone. Mm. We're doing infrastructure finally. Um, yeah, two trillion dollars. It's split up all all sorts of ways, but uh, quite a lot of it, like eighty billion dollars, goes to rail, which we love to see. Um, That's pretty great. Uh, more of it goes to roads than rail, which is you know kind of eh. That's although a only a little bit more. And importantly, um, the 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 money for roads is for existing roads. There's no money for new road construction, so it's purely maintaining existing roads, which I suppose we should do, um, because all of our bridges are going to fall down otherwise, which is bad. Regardless Better than of anybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's good. Eighty billion dollars on Amtrak. A uh, hundred billion dollars for broadband. $111 billion for water infrastructure, $45 billion to eliminate every single lead pipe in the country, which seems like a smart thing mm. to do. Um, mm. I'm excited for the Republicans to come out and say that this is too much money for this because that's, yeah. of course, what they're going to do. Um, let's see. There's also all sorts of money for like electric vehicle chargers, electric grid stuff. Um, they're, they're making a civilian climate core. Uh, which I think is supposed to be like the new version of the Civilian Conservation Corps. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe people will cut trail. That would be nice. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, um, Amtrak has on the on the back of this, they've um uh, unveiled a new map. We have a new rail map. New map just dropped. Um, for their <laughs> Connect Us, uh, that being U.S. Um, and they've got a map of their corridors that they want to um add service, improve service, etc. Um, sort of mixed reaction to this plan on, on train Twitter. Um, some folks yeah. were disappointed that there wasn't like explicit mention of high speed rail anywhere. Um, and I get it, but also, um, that, yeah, I mean, 80 billion is already a lot and we can do a lot. Um, you know, this is a plan that's not super ambitious. It's doing, um, you know, what, um, sort of what we can do easily i would say is the intention is what it seems like yeah it um, all looks like it's taking advantage of things that are already sort of in place or in the works right um, yeah they're gonna build you know they're gonna build on uh you know existing routes that they already have improving those increasing speeds um adding routes that they don't have already along existing trail or, or tracks and things like that um you know, I, I'd like if they, you know, did a whole bunch of spending to build high speed rail systems, but this is um, pretty good already. The, the sorts of places that they're thinking of improving are places that wouldn't, you know, their, their distance is short enough that high speed rail isn't necessary for them. Um, just higher speed rail. But um, there's some I don't know. I saw some 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 uh, guy made some tweets about this map and he said, um, you know, uh, 
none of this makes sense without high speed rail. And then he also said there's a big East Coast bias in this map, which is true, but also rail infrastructure is already East Coast biased because there simply isn't very much rail in the West because there's not as many people in the West uh, than there is in the East. So sorry. Well, there's about a lot that, of people. I guess. There's a lot of people in the West, but they're all along the coast. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. The the West is much more sparsely populated than the East. So it's just, I am there's a annoyed lot of- that the train they're proposing, you know, that they've got this line that goes uh from the Inland Empire to Las Vegas. Um mm-hmm. and then it stops and it doesn't go to Salt Lake City. And how am I supposed yeah. to visit my buddy? How right. am I supposed to visit it's a good question. my friends yeah. in Utah? Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way I I will not go to Utah anymore to see my friends unless yeah, I can do some, it on a train. There are some kind of weird omissions in this map. Um one of them is that um oh I closed it. Um like there's there's rail service from Chicago to Indianapolis to Louisville and then it just stops and it doesn't like keep going through Kentucky to like Nashville or whatever. Like the only rail station in the entirety of kentucky is louisville and there's like this uh you know open space that could be connected there was literally a railroad called the louisville and nashville railroad back in the day like we can do this we've done it in the past you know there's there's all these areas i can see where it's like you just have to extend this a little bit like you could extend this line from savannah georgia to nashville just a little bit to reach like carbondale you know in southern illinois and then just a little bit further to get to st louis you know like we could it's probably doable you know so i don't know not a whole lot of details yet it will be interesting real, to real, see you know real bias towards chicago or sorry toward uh colorado too like that too yeah there's, there's they're putting quite a lot so in many stations in colorado what the, what's yeah. with that <laughs> i don't know yeah it's all the uh, tech people moving to denver and uh and uh, There's a big nexus and, around Chicago too. Chicago remains the sort of railway nexus where everything sort of, you know, you head out of the mm-hmm. east and you have to pretty much go through Chicago to go west. So, congrats yeah. to them, I guess. But uh, yeah, not a lot of detail. A lot of folks pointed out that this doesn't seem like this would cost 80 billion dollars, so like what are they going to spend the rest on? Are they going to do electrification? How much? Well, you know, listen, if somebody, are they buy? From, I don't know. somebody from California can tell you that it will cost that much. At well, least. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we there's some new exciting, there's some exciting things here. Bringing back services they'd previously ended, like the um, service that goes from Detroit and uh, Port Sarnia through Ontario to Buffalo and Niagara. Mm-hmm. Um, that That was the New York Central's old water level route. So that That'll be exciting. All sorts of things like that. Rail between Cincinnati, Columbus, and Cleveland in Ohio, which will be useful. Um, which, you know, that, that I mentioned that, like, that, from Cincinnati to Columbus, you don't have to, like, d- go super high speed to make that useful. You just have to get up to, like, 110 miles per hour, which is not high speed rail. So, you know, mm. you can do that. They do that already here in Michigan. So it's not too difficult to do. Um, I'm real happy that, would be much that they nicer than driving 71. <laughs> I didn't put this in the show notes, but they actually also the Cal- Caltrans actually announced um, that they're that they're proposing to extend that bright line. Oh yeah, uh, line I saw to go that. to go from the Apple Valley station 
down to the metro station in Rancho Cucamonga, down down like just down Rancho past the Cajon Cucamonga. Pass. So it'll just follow the 15 freeway f- through the desert to the Cone Pass down there yeah. um, to the Inland Empire, which meets up with the metro for LA. So you could just go to LA f- straight straight from there, which for me would be fantastic. Um, yeah, we love that. That would be I would I could literally go from this. my hometown. On high speed rail Look at down, this. down there. Yeah, um, that would be great. That lots would, of people know. commute using that corridor, and it would be pretty cool to take a lot of those cars off the road right. and put them onto trains. Well, and I think, yeah, because then you wouldn't you wouldn't have people driving to Apple Valley to then get on the train. They would just be able to take, right. you know, the normal LA Metro system and whatnot, Metrolink and whatnot to get Yeah, it's you know, especially and then, terrible and then make their way out there. Terrible <laughs> on Fridays with people going to Vegas. Um mm-hmm. So getting the, all those people off the 15 freeway, they're saying it would like get like 300,000 tons of carbon. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, you know, if you ask me, we should just, we should just put the tracks down on the 15 freeway. <laughs> well, no, I think that's like pretty much abreast. what they're, they're doing because <laughs> they did a widening project all the way down the pass and they left this huge median with like two lanes uh, on either side. So mm-hmm. I think there's Tremendous. probably room to go down that median, I, which I was always thinking, Let's is this so. a plan? I, ho- I hope. Um, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyhow, there's also Virginia. Virginia uh, on uh, Tuesday finalized agreements with CSX, Amtrak, and the VRE, Virginia Railway Express, uh, spending $3.7 billion to purchase uh, several hundred miles of right-of-way from CSX to be used for passenger rail um within the next month they'll be taking over the tracks and start construction of a fourth track in the interstate 95 corridor um and they're also going to be replacing a bridge uh uh over the potomac which i believe is currently single tracked they're going to be double tracking it so that will enable um serious capacity expansion um, that bridge currently, oh, it's, it's a t- the two track long bridge. It's 116 years old. Uh, so they're going to replace that, which sounds good. Yeah. Um, it says here in the long run, Amtrak expects to add six daily round trips to Richmond and add a new trip from Ro- Washington to Norfolk and another to Roanoke. Um, two more trains would be added, one ending in Richmond, the other in Newport news by 2026, three additional to Richmond added at the end of the decade. Um, and then Virginia Railway Express will add one trip on each of its two lines as well uh, this year. So exciting stuff. Folks, um, Pete we'd Buttigieg love to see got it. to go down there and mug for the camera. So, you know, <laughs> it's great. Yeah. This is good, what? though. This is what I like to see government purchasing rail from the railroads because that's like the only way they're going to be able to make progress because the freight railroads simply don't care because why they don't need to care. Why? So, yeah. Basically, what you do is you buy the rails from them. They don't have to maintain the rails anymore, which they love not having to do. As long as they can still run freight trains occasionally, like they're pretty mm-hmm. much okay with that. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, cool. this is hopefully this is a pattern that other states uh, can and, and will yeah, follow. Yeah, let's let's get to it. Yeah. Let's go. Um, now I do have some bad, uh, train takes here. Oh gosh. Uh, I just is... put down the, 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 the bullet, the, what are these called? These in our show notes, like the, 
Oh, the little toggle list. The toggle yeah. list. And I was like, what, who is the? Oh, no. And I saw who it was. Yeah, this is from Ben Dreyfus. I see of, this uh, and I'm just like, I'm just like. Once again, the baby. Yeah. Son of son of actor Richard Dreyfus uh, did the a baby big long tweet thread. Richard Dreyfus. He said, uh, he started out, he says, I like that people care about trains, but have you guys ever been on a really long train ride? It's not great. I've taken Amtrak across the country and it's really not an ideal way of doing that. Um, which huh. I don't know. He seems to be thinking that people who like trains are like advocating that Amtrak's current level of service is like what we should be aiming at. Uh -huh. uh, and I would simply say that if you'd log on to train Twitter, like once you will, you will quickly <laughs> realize that they're not we're over here. We're not really satisfied with Amtrak's current level of service. Um, so he tweeted this and then he, um, he, he dug down, frankly, he, he broke Houston's law. He says, the idea of trains oh, is always no. great, but in reality, airplanes are both faster and in many cases, cheaper. Humans have mastered flight and buddy, it's amazing. Um, and then, you know, he says, uh, he, he just kept going. He's like, oh, it's very expensive to go from like, and you know, Penn station to LAX on a train. Um, uh, and then he just, he just got very angry. He says, why are people still tweeting about, at me about how much they love trains? I don't care. I'm not trying to take your precious trains from you. Um, and then, uh, you know, he says 100 billion insane people are insisting to me that if only there were high speed rail in the United States, then they would use the train to cross the country. And buddy, that would still be way stupider and slower than flying. Uh, cool. <laughs> the three arguments for why people seem to be outraged seem to be some disabled people can't fly. Um, some very confused argument about how I don't like the poor or global warming. He says, I don't personally believe that shaming people about flying on planes is an effective way of dealing with global warming, but your journey. Um, and then he's like, then he goes, fuck infrastructure. This country needs to invest in mental health. Um, Jesus Christ. No one cares about these fucking trains. I can't think of an issue that people care less about than your random loser trains. And then finally, after 21 tweets, we get to, you know what? Never mind. I'm now a single issue voter. Trains are bad and shouldn't be funded. Burn the trains, bury their bodies. <laughs> what a normal Just a person. Remarkable. Extremely normal thing to do. Um, the great thing too was that I his love initial tweets, tweets, twenty-one tweets telling telling the world how everyone is is mentally uh, deranged. Right. Well, it's just <laughs> delightful to watch. So, you know, it's not even meltdown May, and we've already got a meltdown that you can watch. So replies says global Amtrak warming, sucks. Global warming's <laughs> making it warm up so much earlier. Yeah, someone replied to him and says, Amtrak, quote, Amtrak sucks and I don't understand why so many people want to make significant improvements to it is not the smart hot take you think it is. <laughs> I like it. Um, now, of course, Failson's got to stick together. So um, in reply to his first tweet, uh, we have Josh Barrow, who said, the train people are like the library people, which I think is supposed to be an own, but like... I guess, yeah, super, super cringe to support public services. E, um, e, 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 Someone then replied to Josh Barrow's tweet and said, also the people, the USPS fanboys who came out of the woodwork last year. And it's like, yeah, Bruh. again, I w it would be so cringe to, uh, <laughs> to support public services. Matt Lubchansky replied to Josh Barrow and said, just say poor people, you absolute goon. Who has time for this? <laughs> I suppose it's, you know, if you grew up with rich parents, as both Brett, Ben and, and Josh did, where, like, they have libraries in their houses and, like, they can afford to fly everywhere, I can see why you might not understand the point. 
you know, but yeah. Yeah. It must be nice. That's all I'm saying. It must be nice. It must you know? be. It must be nice. That's just, it's just weird how you can't, you can't leave it alone. Like you already have everything you need. Why do you, why would you yeah. care? Like I can imagine if I was well, in the I also place, like that I you, you make a bad take about trains and then people tweet at you and you, I mean, just double down furiously over 21 tweets. You know, and it's like, maybe you should stop here and reflect. I don't know. Maybe. They never I, will, I realize though. it's they hard just... when you feel like people are yelling at you to dig in, you know, to not dig in further. But I am suggesting that win. that is, that is, yeah. Mm -hmm. They just, they just can't do it. You know, you're supposed to, as a, as a, as a lib, you're supposed to do the performative thing of seeing and hearing people. But we didn't even do that, you know. We just went to, uh, actually, I've now decided that we should ban trains. Hey. <laughs> oh. Speaking of, uh, well, you know, just things we people, love to see people that we can't, we can't stop seeing. Yeah. We last talked about, up. we last talked about this gentleman, I think back in season one, one of our first episodes was about Mike Rowe. Um, and you know, his whole grift, which is yeah. basically being like the, the rich man's working man. Like, he literally gets paid by, like, the Koch brothers and other people to be like, you know, um, listen, all the problems that you face at work are your own fault. Uh, don't unionize. Um, <laughs> only losers and cucks g join unions. Um, yeah, only small that Amazon people hasn't hired uh, him in that regard, actually, but... want labor rights. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has a new show on Discovery Plus. He's back. Which, uh, which, Discovery, pick a different name. You can't steal Disney's naming scheme. Like, come on. Um, he's got a new show called Six Degrees, which is like theoretically the conceit of the show, uh, the Gizmodo article says, is to tie seemingly unrelated events together. In the first episode, Roe traces the history of the dating app Tinder back to the invention of the horseshoe. So this is like some sort of TED Talk turns out type show, <laughs> it seems. Yeah, um, but the cool thing on is the Malcolm Gladwell money. Right. The cool thing is it is sponsored by the oil and natural gas industry, and they make a point about bragging about that. <laughs> it's a, six degrees is sponsored by the oil and natural gas industry. Why? Because oil and natural gas connects everything. Roe says at the episode's conclusion. Um, yeah. Uh, so the, the American Petroleum Institute and the Distri distribution contractors association, uh, both pay for, um, this, this whole, uh uh show um and you know the yeah, but they're, discovery they're, they're, says that they're like just paying to help get the show off the ground but like yeah okay sure um yeah. but you know Why yeah are we they love willing this, to pay because they know mike Rowe will do their job you know yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> he know they know he's bought and paid for right uh <laughs> yeah it's, this is um uh, note here from Adam Johnson. They interviewed Adam Johnson of Citations Needed for this, which is great. And uh, and uh, Johnson describes Mike Rowe as the greatest anti-worker avatar money can buy. Someone who a lot of working people genuinely love, but who is 100% against their interests. Um, he's especially useful ally to the fossil fuel sector because he continually perpetuates the age-old conservative myth that environmental regulation must come at the expense of jobs. Um so, yeah, you know, basically oil and gas is using this show to basically try and promote the idea that like oil and gas is everywhere and essential and we depend on it. And so we can't get rid of it at all. So um, <laughs> it's an interesting strategy. Um, 
I probably, I don't think it'll really matter that much because, I mean, who even watches Discovery Plus or is subscribed to it? But it's just cool. It's just a reminder that Mike Rowe is uh, a big jerkwad. My they, favorite thing that I've learned about it. Mike Rowe is that he won't take off his hat. Yeah. You wonder what's um, like underneath there. Yeah, it's it's uh something's going on and he keeps talking Probably about Probably hiding some sort of lizard type <laughs> feature. Well, he says I think he's giving it away because he keeps saying I'm not wearing a hat because I'm bald. I'm not bald. And so it's like I'm starting to think he's yeah, bald. I'm extremely not bald. Yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> please put that in the paper. I'm not bald. <laughs> yeah, you can quote me as long as you promise to put it into the article that I'm definitely not bald. Right. Which is just like <laughs> Such an interesting thing about his character that's that's fun to learn about. And I think mm -hmm. that brings us to our ad. It does. This uh this week we're sponsored by a new uh, product. You've you've Andrew, have you heard of the product Keeps? I have. That's the uh one of the gig economy services you can sign up to if you don't have enough hair or whatever. It's it's to maintain your hair, to keep your hair from right. falling out. Yeah, you don't wanna uh, you don't wanna lose any of your precious hair. <laughs> yeah. So people are really stressing out about going bald and so they, they'll they'll eat these drugs that make mm -hmm. their hair stay in. Don't worry about the consequences, what else that might be doing to your body. Um it's right. so important that you keep your, your precious, precious pate. But uh, mm -hmm. but today's product is um, a, a, a counter to that, and it's yeah. called it's called lose. It's called lose, and what lose posits is: what if you have too much hair? What if you're you're just going nuts over how thick and luscious and mm. unruly your hair has become? What do yeah. you do then? What it about turns those out you people? Can, you can take a simple tablet. Um, and it will cause you to lose some of that hair, or in some cases, all of the hair, depending on how much, you know, you consume and how much you want to lose. You uh, were, I do have a you note here that uh, when you receive the lose product, you should keep it in a lead-lined storage container um, well, because it is yeah. radioactive. That's how it works. And it's important. You, you will consult with our specialists, and it's very important here to note that these are not doctors, but they are specialists. Yeah, they're specialists. Who will consult well, you they're chiropractors. The so, you know, I mean, who's to say if they're doctors or not? So, yeah, it, it's it's a very helpful product. I, I'm continually trying to get rid of my hair. I'm always mm -hmm. shaving it off, and then it just keeps yeah. coming back because I... I I really hate how everyone thinks I'm so young. So I'm actually now right. a proud user of Lose, and I'm very yeah. happy with the results. The mm -hmm. it's worth it to go through the night terrors it's worth and it. the your shivers. hair is gone. You glow in a slight green tint now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, which is helpful at nighttime. You don't have to have a nightlight anymore if you need to use and, the restroom. And some some people call that magic, but you know what? I just call it modern science and medicine. Yeah, that's modern medical science. Try try Lose today. Um, yeah, your first no your first ten doses are free. Yeah. After that, you'll pay a monthly subscription, and you can get it through an app. Yeah. Note uh, that we cannot ship to anywhere that has restrictions on hazardous materials. True. True. Yeah. Uh, key, uh, lose. Lose. Anyway. Sorry, not key, uh, lose. 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 Lose it all. <laughs> Hang loose. <laughs>
Uh, speaking of hanging loose, got a tweet here from Eric D. Farmer on Twitter, who uh, it says here, his bio says, hashtag marketing Twitter, family man, LDS, stoic, crossfitter, Denver sports fan, um, which is great. And this is his pinned this tweet. This is like the path. This is like what I could have become right, if I yeah, got this married is, at like 21. This yeah, is who if you, I would have been. If you had been. chosen not to walk the left-hand path, this is where you would have ended up. <laughs> and you would have been tweeting these kinds of things. He says, <laughs> he says here, if you want to hack 2021, number one, sleep seven to nine hours per night. Number two, exercise four to six times per week. Number three, eat 80% whole foods. Number four, build on your five closest relationships. Number five, meditate 10 minutes per day. Bonus, hold yourself accountable. Most everything else will fall into place. Which is a remarkable <laughs> understanding of how society works. Sounds easy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, everything <laughs> will fall into place, huh? Like, I'll just have health care or whatever. Yeah, climate change will stop. Right. All of, all <laughs> of these things that are out of my control will just, like, not be an issue anymore. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh... And they say we're the ones who have blind faith in things. Hmm. Yeah, anyway. I uh, I really hate ha. this. <laughs> ha! Uh, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the baby board. It, yeah, it's really it's, coming along, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> pre pre yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add more to it. I'm going to really build mm -hmm. it out. Mm -hmm. Um, but so it's my new favorite yeah. board. But I'm just, ha I, you know, hopefully all of our listeners can take this advice under advisement and use it to hack 2021. I, I wish I could sleep seven to nine hours per night. I'm trying, yeah. buddy. I, I wish mean, I had the time and, and motivation to exercise four to six times per week. I wish I knew what a whole food was. <laughs> Is it just like, like you, you don't if I, chew? If I just slice go, a tomato in half, does that mean go, it's no longer a whole food? I'm unclear on this. It's a half it's, food. It's not. Also, build on your five closest relationships. Why five? And what am I supposed to build? Like, why not six or four? <laughs> and what relationships? What kind yeah, of like relationships? Yeah, like relationships how? What, what am I building? Like, am I just supposed to text my friend and be like, yo, let's... What up, dude? Let's build our relationship. <laughs> I'm going to start texting that to you. <laughs> this is... The thing is... Yeah, great. <laughs> I love that for me. <laughs> I would love for you to text me LinkedIn style hustle culture stuff in the morning. Be like, rise and grind. Let's get this bread. Because that's what this is. This belongs on LinkedIn, this sort of post, you know? True. This is, shouldn't be on Twitter. Yeah. It should be on LinkedIn. It right. should be. It should, oh, wait, wait. Wait. I finally have the time to deploy it. Jimmy from LinkedIn. <laughs> uh I, I need to find that post that was like someone made on Twitter that was like, you know, they basically summarized every LinkedIn post. Uh, mm. I forget what it was, though. I can't find it. I'll have to find that for later. It was very well, good. Well, you've, you've got something else here. The four critics. I do. Yeah. Um, this is from at Anil said so on Twitter. Um, and they're quoting uh, someone else, uh, uh, Alex Gladstein. The thing that these people do is they've taken apparently the Bitcoin people. What they do is they've taken their avatars and they've added like the glowing eyeball effect to them. Um, not sure why they've done that. Cause the, the, uh, what are they? The Winklevoss twins have also did that. And boy, we should, oh, hang on. Let me, let me pull this, that one, that guy's tweet. This is like remarkable. a Bitcoin guy I thing, think it's, a cryptocurrency yeah, person. It, it definitely seems that way. Let me find Cameron Winklevoss here. He's got, boy, he's got a hell of a, uh, 
of a of a uh, profile picture. It's him in a fedora with glowing red eyes, and he appears to be at like Burning Man or something. Oh, um, cool, cool, cool. But he's he's been ma- Cameron Winklevoss has been making plenty of very interesting tweets about NFTs, which we'll come back to. Oh, he says Bitcoin is cancel proof, um, which well, is cool. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, but we have here, we have, you might be an exception, but virtually all Bitcoin critics fall into one of these four categories. This is the four critics of Bitcoin. It's we easy have, to remember. We have uh, the salty hater. You heard about Bitcoin years ago, but never bought and are now salty. The desperate statist. You believe money can only be created by the state, so Bitcoin breaks your worldview. The dishonest intellectual, you haven't done the work to understand Bitcoin, so you wish it would just go away. Or the prisoner of sunk cost, which is you are invested in an altcoin and feel the need to criticize Bitcoin to defend your life choices. Um, I don't know about you, Aaron, but I don't fall into any of these, which is I I don't like Bitcoin because it's stupid and it's destroying our planet. (laughs) I understand how it works, and I think that it's stupid. I feel like you, I you don't account for how... that in your four in your little taxonomy of four. Yeah. What about anyway. people who actually understand how money works? They right, actually exactly. understand that money is um, power to. Well, they would argue that you, people. in fact, don't understand how money works. So, <laughs> oh. have you thought oh. about that? Well, <laughs> yeah. he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> These people um, are so deranged. Yeah, we've got here now, of course, we've been talking about NFTs and Cameron Winklevoss has some tweets about NFTs. He says, NFTs liberate art. Traditional art is confined to time and space. You have to be in the right city, go to a museum, be invited to someone's home, etc. Anyone anywhere with an internet connection can view NFTs and take them in. This is a huge breakthrough. <laughs> you this, could also person, just put a pi- upload a picture to the you internet. Ever heard of a JPEG? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like what? Uh, Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? I just want a picture of a goddamn hot dog. <laughs> yeah, it's you know all we're doing is like reinventing web hosting, and people are like, "This is an incredible innovation." Well, so here's um, what's so incredible. I had like this epiphany the other day, and 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 it really, I'm sorry because it's gonna be a bummer, and it's gonna mm. really sour things like. It's going to make this already annoying thing, which is NFTs, more annoying to you. But I have to share it with people Mm -hmm. um, because the scales fell off my eyes. And I realized like what NFTs are, is they're just a way for wealthy people to stash their money outside of the outside of a currency that can be taxed or leveraged. Well, that's what Bitcoin is in general, you know, is a sort of large scale tax avoidance scheme. At yeah. least in part, you know. But it's but it's, very it's useful weird for money because laundering and, the people yeah. who are the biggest proponents of it, who are the who are evangelizing it, are not the people who can actually take advantage of it. Mm. It's 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 like they're promoting this tool of the oppressor, <laughs> right. and and they don't even realize how how many boots they're licking in the process. They don't realize that they're just helping the people with power. See, because their whole thing is like this is an end run around power, but actually all it is is a way to help people with power to continue to amass their wealth and keep it out of everyone's hands but their own. Um. Mm-hmm. And that's all. It's just like art. In in that way, it is just like art. That's why rich people invest in art. 
because mm-hmm. it's it's a valuable asset that's not a, a U.S. dollar. It's not yen. It's not you know what I mean. It's not some form of currency. It it, it can it it can. It's just like a a save point for your wealth. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now they've just created one that can that's infinitely scalable, which is cool. It takes right. like the only the only merit of art, which is that it actually is precious, and there actually is some sort of way to determine its value um because there's actually labor put into it it's just remove that <laughs> right so it's just like extra twisted and then once you realize that you just realize how cucked and and pathetic all these people who are promoting bitcoin are i've just I've, I've gone down my own rabbit hole here which is uh mr anil said so has um some ebooks that he's written up on gumroad and one of they're all about bitcoin and one of them is a, a children's book called bitcoin is neutral <laughs> <laughs> um, these are all great. You've got you've got the use cases of Bitcoin. Bitcoin is neutral, a children's book for adults. Understanding Bitcoin oh, with shit. mental models, and few understand this. A visual guide to Bitcoin adoption. I guess this is how this guy makes money, uh, unless he's doing arbitrage or something with Bitcoin as well. But, oh, yeah, come on, man. anyway, these people, these people are so so sad. Yeah. No. Well, we've got uh, one last thing. What? Oh, I'm just I'm I'm reading I'm I opened up this this uh next bullet point and I remember what it's about now. So I was saying, <laughs> ah There's this tweet that took place a couple weeks ah. ago. <laughs> yeah. That that you brought to my attention and I've been thinking about it a lot ever since. Mm-hmm. Um it's not really related to what we've been talking about, but it is something that is, is a pervasive idea. Uh it's from uh Guapo at Whoa Poppy. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> on Twitter, and they say, can we just stop with the, quote, I'm a car girl, or, quote, look at me and my ride, and it be a stock ASFBRZ Miata TC Civic size, whatever, etc. Come on, y'all making my eyes bleed with this shit. Um, so... Yeah, basically what he's doing is he's say, he's suggesting that like if you're a car girl and you drive like a car that you haven't modified then you aren't really a car girl or whatever which yeah. is is dumb for obvious it's, reasons it's just like <laughs> it's just like fake gamer girls fake car girls kind of kind right. of gatekeeping that they're exactly. engaging with here um and the thing that we both realized when we were talking about this is that like if you actually become a person who's into something like, you know, like you understand a technology or an art form or, or anything that there's like a, what would you call a hobbyist uh, Mm -hmm. group or like a fandom over, like you just kind of stop trying to become an excessive like gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. You just, you develop this sort of who care attitude. Like, like I'm a computer guy. Like my, my whole job and career and what my what my expertise my professional expertise in is Mm -hmm. um you know computers and how to how to get your work done with computers and like um i don't have like a complicated rig i don't have anything super super complex you you don't have something that's like you know has many glass panels and like fins and you know lots of rgb lighting and i don't have any youtube videos that's on my quote-unquote build no, you have um, a you have a damn MacBook. I have a MacBook. <laughs> Cuz you know why? It works and yeah. I don't have to spend all my time fixing the machine I want to use to do my mm-hmm. job. Yeah. And 
the same way you're a car guy, right? Yeah, I'm 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 a car guy and I have a stock unmodified Chevrolet Volt, which is a way more interesting car than any of the cars that, you know, modified cars that this guy would probably be into. That's yeah. the thing, you know, I, I look at all these folks who are, you know, trying to do, you know, this gatekeeping or whatever and uh, or, you know, because they they think they're a car person or whatever. And usually what they're doing is is um, objectively ruining their cars by like lowering the suspensions and tilting <laughs> the wheels and all this stuff. And it's like, OK, yeah. I mean, have yeah. fun, but you, you're not improving things. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's like one of those things. It's like if you want to do it, you know, yeah. go for it. That have fun, have fun. But like the when you when you when it turns into this like competitive thing where it's like a way to 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 push people out. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's just like so gross. Um yeah. so I don't know what that is about people that does that, but I think it it's a it's a sign of like immaturity. Um yeah. And I'm surprised because like, this this tweet is from last month. I'm surprised that this tweet is still up and that the dude hasn't deleted it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. Like, all I can say is that I hope that people. What we're trying to tell you is we hope that you don't do this. Don't do this. Like, um, just chill. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't need this stuff in the world. We don't need people gatekeeping everything. Um. Yeah. Who you know who gatekeeps the gatekeepers, right? Um, Mister Guapo, yeah. You need to you need to repent. Yeah, don't don't May be a cop. You don't awaken the people. You don't need to be a cop. <laughs> yeah, no cops. A cab. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Huh? <laughs> Once again, the baby. <laughs> huh? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning Thank you for your patience There's so many mistakes I have already made But I'm working to be better day by day And I think I'm gonna make it But for now I'll say I have no idea what I'm doing I have no idea what I'm doing